And now it's time for another Dr. Film Podcast. Here we are at the scene of the Bowling Green Massacre. How do you feel about all this devastation, Anamorphia? This is a beautiful area of Ohio, Dr. Film. There is no devastation. You're crazy. No, you don't understand. It's been a devastating hit to the arts, free speech, and especially film history. Oh, the humanities! That's more like it. Lillian Gish's name was removed from a theater here at a local college because of one film she made in 1915. Yeah, well... That film is pretty, um, racist. Well, sure it is. But it's also one of the most important films in the history of cinema. Seems kind of contradictory that it's racist and shouldn't be seen, and yet it's important and should be seen. In the words of F. Scott Fitzgerald, the test of a first-rate intelligence is the ability to hold two opposed ideas in mind at the same time and still retain the ability to function. Oh, brother, leave it to you to get all nuts so arty on this. Isn't that the point? Hey, there's a college student in the distance picketing our broadcast. Can you read her sign? Uh, She's got to get a little closer here. Hold on. It says, Lillian Gish was Satan. Oh, you've got to be kidding. No, that's what it says. Hey, here she comes. Should we hide? No, no, I think it's too late. Dudes, like, are you supporting, like, that terrible Lillian Gish? Like, yeah. Okay, boomer. You're on the losing side of history, and we will persevere. Censorship is the losing side of history? Censorship is always wrong. Like, Lillian Gish was racist. Did you ever meet her? No. Have you ever seen one of her movies? No. So how do you know she was racist? She was like in Birth of a Nation, which is like racist. And you know it's racist even though you've never seen it. Sure. I would assume that's some sort of agreement. You're not going to get very far with him, young lady, by shunning film history. By the way, what's your name? Polly. That's unusual these days, just Polly. Polly T. Correct. (laughs) So, Dr. Film, you brought up the Bowling Green Massacre, which is something the right won't like. And now you're making fun of political correctness, which is something the left won't like. And you've just introduced a goofy Gen Z character, so you're making fun of them, too. Are you going to try to alienate everyone? Hold my beer. No beer on campus, dude. Uh, It's a metaphor, Polly. He means he's just getting started. Don't you think it's a lot to expect her to understand metaphors? It probably wasn't on her standardized test. Sure. Boy, you just don't stop, do you? We're calling for Lillian Gish to be purged with flames of righteousness from all corners of the planet. I never met Lillian Gish, but I know a lot of people who did, and they all told me she was one of the nicest people they ever knew. She was nice to everyone, and she always signed autographs. She was a racist. She made over a 100 films spanning almost all of the 20th century, and you're judging her for one of them. She was a racist. And that one film, can we even mention its name? Birth of a Nation, 1915. Trigger warning! (laughs) Dude, like, warn me. You're getting a trigger warning from a film you've never seen? Dude, like it should be burned. Do you realize that Birth of a Nation is responsible for cinema being taken seriously as an art form? 
Before that, most films were 10-minute little films, and they were in little side buildings that showed 20 films a day. Birth of a Nation was a long feature, and it started the trend of cinemas being made with comfortable chairs and in big auditoriums. The narrative structure was innovative, and it changed the way people looked at movies. This is one of the most influential films ever made. It should be burned. It's racist. I don't think any film should be burned, but you're right. It is racist. What? You're agreeing with her on this? Well, I have to concede the point. The movie is based on a book about the Ku Klux Klan, and it's pretty racist. No, it's very racist. I can see how someone would and should be offended by it. So, it's important and should be seen, but it is racist and offensive. The two contradictory viewpoints that Fitzgerald talked about. <laughs> well, you'll never convince me that you're a first-rate intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> Polly, would you agree that being racist is bad? Duh. Would you agree that our history is full of racism? Duh. Would you agree that we shouldn't celebrate that racism? Duh! That's totes the reason we were, like, trying to ban this movie. What is this? Are you guys going to join in a chorus of kumbaya or shining happy people now? <laughs> okay, so, Polly, if we show the film, then you feel like you're condoning racism, right? You mean condoning is like agreeing with... Totes my goats. Oh, please spare me from this. I may have to kill myself. Sure. You show the film, you're like saying racism is, like, okay. And what if we don't show it? Kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya. If we don't show it, then no racism. Sure. So, if we don't show it, then there are still people out there who are racist? Duh. And if we don't show them that we know racism is wrong, then they think they can still get by with it. If we don't show the film, then they can deny that anyone was ever a racist and that we don't have a racist history. They can deny everything and rewrite history to whatever they want it to be. Dude, like, what is history? It's something that wasn't on the test when you were in school, but you're protesting it now. History is what happened before you were born. <laughs> like, why would I care about that? Because you're protesting something that happened in 1915, in a world that's way different from now. It's closer to the lifetime of Thomas Jefferson than it is to our world. Thomas Jefferson? <laughs> oh, here we go. Thomas Jefferson was one of the founders of our country, but he was also a slaveholder. He was a racist. Yeah, he was, but he was also probably in love with one of his slaves. Ew! Time to pick it! My point is that race relations are always more complicated than you think, just like D.W. Griffith was supposed to be this horrible racist. D.W. Griffith? He was the director of Birth of a Nation. Oh, trigger warning! He was supposed to be this terrible racist, but he had no idea that this movie would cause such a stir. You see, it was even controversial back in 1915. He felt so badly about it that his next film was Intolerance, about how people could cause trouble by not getting along with each other. He was a racist. Maybe he was, but have you seen the home movies of his funeral? Ew! Ew! Trigger warning! Yes, but moving on, there was only one person crying at his funeral. Do you know who it was? That racist Lillian Gish. No, it was Madame Saltywan, an African-American who was one of the actresses in Birth of a Nation. Trigger warning! She was crying. She'd lost a good friend. That doesn't mean he wasn't racist. So, Polly, you're saying that if a person does one bad thing over a hundred years ago and has a sterling record after that, is very nice to people, then all of his or her works are condemned forever? Yes. You have to be morally wholesome and clean by the standards of today, and those standards may change next Tuesday. 
You're going to use this as an excuse to keep listening to Bill Cosby records? Who's Bill Cosby? Ooh, there's a topic for a whole new podcast. Not on my server. So, do you think we should show Birth of a Nation? Trigger Trigger warning. warning! And encourage people to protest it and get their point of view out because it's important that we don't keep racism going? Yes, and we can discuss what's important about it without celebrating the message of its racism. It's a good picture with a bad message. You know, you are culturally irrelevant as an old white dude, so I don't even think you have a voice in this conversation. And you are culturally irrelevant because you're protesting something without really knowing what it is or any of the history around it. Well, let's not forget the elephant in the room. Dude? You're a young white woman being offended about something that happened to African Americans. So why do you feel the need to be offended for someone? Don't you think that's a little patronizing and condescending? Can't they be offended for themselves? Polly, you must be a racist. Dudes! (laughs) So much for kumbaya.